Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. I'm Amy Frost. My guest today is Director of the National Equine Forum, Georgina Crossman. It's the National Equine Forum this Thursday, held in London, and you can see everything that's going on. 250 of the top experts are going to be discussing so Georgina is going to explain all about the forum, its history and what we can expect on Thursday. This is Horse Hour. Welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. It's my favourite time of year. It's the time of the National Equine Forum where 250 of the top experts get together in one room and talk about how we can shape the future of our industry. And I'm joined by a director of the National Equine Forum, Georgina Crossman. How are you? Hey, Amy, it's great to see you. I'm well, thanks. How are you guys doing? Really well, thank you. I'm very excited about this year's guest because you've taken quite a different turn. I was wondering if you could share with us um, a little bit about the forum, you know, how it started, because it is relatively new to the public. Although you've been going for a really, really long time, it historically was a closed forum. And the last mm-hmm. few years, you've opened it out uh, to, to the general public to be able to find out what was going on. So let's start from the beginning. How did the forum start? Oh, wow. So the forum started back in the early 90s, um, back in the, the very first one was in 1993. But prior to that, there were a lot of discussions around trying to bring the sector together and having sort of a, a general area for discussion, a safe area for discussion where the sector could be developed and also to try and just get people talking together. At that point, there were lots of different subsectors or different organisations within the industry who didn't actually necessarily talk to each other. A lot of fragmentation. And the forum was set up to try and actually get those organisations together. So the first one took place in 1993, um, and we actually have the 28th running this year, which is on Thursday, so Thursday the 5th of March. It's amazing. And if you think the person that invented this and created this was a real trailblazer, because nowadays we talk about collaborating with other brands and collaborating with other industry bodies. And, you know, it's it's quite a done thing. Um, But back in the 90s, it really wasn't it wasn't done to work together. And so he really was forward thinking about putting uh, the National Equine Forum together. Yeah. So there were there were three guys, really. Um, Arthur George, Sir Colin Spedding. um, I don't think he had his Sarah that point so just Colin Spedding at that point and um, Graham Suggett and they really got together and it was them who sort of um, pushed things forward and they also had some help from a lady called Pauline Harris who was um, worked with the ABRS at that point the Association of British Riding Schools so it was very much uh, a, a trailblazing thing you, you are right from from that point of view. 
And since then, the amount of guests that you have are, are unbelievable. Can you can you share some of your most recent speakers? Oh, we've had some amazing speakers. We've been we've been really lucky. Um, last year, one of our most popular presentations was done by Rachel Murray, um, who at that time was working for the Animal Health Trust, and she was talking about. Um, core strength in the horse, which was really amazing. We've had nearly 7,000 views of her um, presentation on our YouTube channel, which just illustrates how, how popular she was. Um, Andrew Hemmings also last year, he's a, a lecturer, um, Dr. Andrew Hemmings at the Royal Agricultural University. He was talking about a stereotypical behaviour and he's very, very popular as well. Um, we've had a lot of a lot of, of brilliant speakers. We normally have a minister from DEFRA come in um, and they give us an update on things for, from a DEFRA point of view, which at the moment is very important. It, it, it's always important. But at the moment with Brexit um, having having happened with our, our exit from the EU um, on the 31st of January um, and now the things being put in place going forwards, that's really important. We are very lucky that we do get some really great speakers. Some of them, I mean, I, I feel really lucky that I get to do the podcasts each year. So I get to meet all these um, amazing, incredible experts who have just years and years of knowledge and skills and experience. And one of my favourites is always Professor Sue Dyson, because she always talks about the welfare yeah. of the horse and, you know, lameness yeah. and, and, and um, saddle fit. And, you know, she's always been really fascinating to me. Um, and so thank you for allowing me to do these podcasts, because I think, I'll, well, I get so much out of it and I hope that our, our listeners do too. Um, but it's been interesting to see different themes each year. What's your theme going to be this year? Yeah. Well, we have a number of different kind of themed sessions throughout the year, but one of the sessions that's um, caused, caused quite a lot of interest so far through our social media and, and various other channels has been the human behaviour change session. So we're basically looking at what we can do as horse owners to help um, the welfare of the horse and we're talking about things including worming and anthelmintic resistance and as you know kind of it, it always was historically you worm your horse every eight weeks you use whichever wormer and you keep doing that but actually that's mm. causing problems because the worms are becoming resistant to the the uh, medications and drugs that are being used and we're talking about how that has changed things and what we can do as horse owners to actually help um, that situation so that we can look after our horses to the, the best of our abilities um, and within that we're also within that session we're also talking um, about colic and the the changes with that so David Rendell's talking about the the anthelmintic resistance side of things Professor Sarah Freeman from the University of Nottingham's talking about colic and then we've got Abigail and Andrew Turnbull from Richmond Equestrian Centre talking about strangles and they're really going to be giving a hands-on view of how strangles has affected their equestrian centre. Um, they had one case of bacterial strangles last last summer, I think it was in August, and then that resulted in them actually having to cancel a, a British eventing event and it's had a big impact on their on their business but they are very passionate about how we can look after equine welfare and how we can improve that by improving the way that we look after our, our animals and the biosecurity and that's also being started off um mm. by a, a chap called zach bainham hurd who is going to give an, a kind of an, an introduction to uh, human behavior chain actually what it means and and give a real sort of um, help people's understanding of it 
So mm. hopefully that will be a really good session. Yeah, you've always had such such brilliant guests, um, and I'm very much looking forward to to this year. And and you'll be able to hear uh, you'll be able to hear each of them on, on the podcast on Thursday as well. But we can also watch it on the live stream. And this is what's great is it's now opening out to. Uh, over the last couple of years opening out to everybody so we can watch the speakers as they're as they're talking how can we watch that so um we've live streamed now this will this will be our third year which is amazing it's freely available there's no kind of paywall or anything like that um if you come onto our website on our home page you'll see the live streaming there if you want to register beforehand, you can do. There is also um, a link on our website. That, so that's nationalequineforum.com. Um, you can register beforehand. You'll get access to the program, um, the actual full printed proper nice program um, on, the, on the day of the forum. And if you register, you'll also be able to get access um, afterwards to giving us some feedback through our, our, our um, feedback surveys that we send out. We can't do that unless obviously we have your email address. Um, we are also this year for the very first time using an audience participation tool called Slido. So that's sli.do. Um, and the event for the forum goes live on Monday the 2nd, so today. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that can be found by going in onto Slido, so sli.do, and then typing in hashtag NEF20. And you'll be able to actually see the agenda, see summaries from speakers about what they're talking about. You'll also be able to start to put questions to speakers. So have a look at their summary, put the question in, make sure you label. So when you, when you put your question in, Um, add the label to it for which speaker you'd like that to be directed to um, and then have a look at the other questions that have gone in so just a heads up that questions will be moderated um, and also if a question comes in which is similar to a a previous question we won't put that one through because obviously we need um, not not lots of questions that are similar but but different questions Mm. and then within those within that the questions that have been um have have gone through the moderation process and have gone live you can also upvote and downvote them so if you like them put your thumbs up if you're not so keen on them put your thumbs down um and then on the day of the forum we will uh take the first question where we've got question sessions the first question will come from the floor uh so actually at at the venue as it normally does and then we will go to slido um and we will look at the top about the top four questions um and one of those four questions will be selected and then depending on how long the question session is and and kind of the the situation we'll take some more questions both from the room and and from slido so there are some real additional opportunities to get involved this year um the forum traditionally in the past was very much kind of just what was going on in the room but with the introduction of some brilliant new technology um and and the the desire for us to be able to get out and engage um more with the sector we're really really excited to be able to offer this this chance for people to put their questions in i think it's great because we're being heard so we finally get to speak directly to the speakers and and the experts i think it's a wonderful idea well, thank you i'm i'm hoping we don't have any glitches and on the day it goes it goes all according to plan so bear with us if, if needed <laughs> that's technology doesn't it, it? Technology you know, there's always going to be something <laughs> yeah um but no I, I 
we really hope that people can can take part and get involved. There will be a, a couple of the speakers are going to use some polls as well. Um, so there will be some opportunities actually when the, the speakers are, are, are saying things for you to take part and answer some questions. Um, and there will be a little fun quiz at the beginning of the, the morning and the afternoon session as well. Um, and I know there are some educational um, colleges, institutions that are going to be joining us with some of their students. So I hope they have a great day as well. So if I'm I'm looking at your programme now, some key times now to note are, well, my, my, the ones that I think are going to be really interesting, <laughs> <laughs> are um, at 10.15, Infectious Disease Risks, Where Are We? That's with Dr. Richard Newton. And I think that one's key because of everything that's been happening with EHV and all the infectious diseases over the last year. So I think that would be a really interesting one because he's the director of epidemiology and disease surveillance at the animal health trust so Markney diary 1015 um great interesting speakers and panel questions uh just before lunch you've also got james hick the chief executive of the british horse society and then later on is the global issues national impact and and you know some of my favorite people rolio was the chief executive of world horse welfare dr barry johnson who's an independent chair on the horse welfare board um and they're talking about um how a social license can help us and and actually changing views of the of the racing industry as well um then in the afternoon definitely a key a key moment um is going to be listening to abigail turnbull who how she got through her strangles at richmond equestrian center and um just an absolutely incredible woman at george abigail you know against all the odds uh she had so much hate uh heading her way and i just think you know what a strong woman to be able to to get through such a an awful infectious disease um and so quickly so uh you'll be able to hear how she got through that and also on the podcast in length is um the steps that she had to take to overcome that so many wonderful guests that you have you're talking about tokyo the olympic games we are olympic games um and then some of my favorite sections are your memorial lecture and this year you have an rspca inspector kirsty withnell so that's at 10 to 4 yeah. 350 so make a note of that in your diary because you know it's hard not everybody you know a lot of people are at work or they're riding or they're doing the horses they don't they can't sit and watch all of it bit by bit so i think if you want to watch live sections those are my top favorite live sections you can watch everything again on your website can't they george yeah, so the day after, on, on Friday, our YouTube channel will have the, the sessions going up. So the live stream um, will finish on the day and then you won't be able to watch it in the evening. But the, the following day, we will put all the information, all, all the sessions up on um, YouTube and we will link to them as well gradually, not, not immediately because we can't do them all together. Um, but we will link to them um, on our social media as well. But if you follow our channel, so National Equine Forum on YouTube, you'll get notifications when we put um, the the individual videos um, to go live. And also what we're going to do this year is with Slido, the event will stay live until Sunday. So um, Sunday, the 8th of March. And what will happen with that is the questions that are not asked on the day um, will will go back on the system so you can see them um, and upvote them and downvote them, uh, continue to do that. And then, Amy, you kindly said that you will pick up 
three, maybe four of those questions in a follow-up podcast after the forum. So thank you very much for that. Oh, you're very welcome. I can't wait to ask those questions. (laughs) You know, it's so exciting. We, we, I, I don't think we're going to be able anywhere near to, to get through all of the questions that are put to us. So um, it, it's just an opportunity to, to kind of follow up on a couple of things. And it may be that some things come out of the forum and that people then think, oh, well, I wish I'd asked that on the day. And in which case they can they can still put those questions in. Um, but it's up until the sun up until Sunday. So Sunday, the 8th of March. And then after that, it will come down. So yeah, keep an eye on our social media because we will keep keep people posted on what's happening. Well, Georgina, thank you so much for everything that you do organising the National Equine Forum. Um, if you want to talk about it online, just use hashtag NEF20. And so the forum is taking place on Thursday, the 5th of March. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you for all the podcasts that you record in this. Thank you to your listeners. And we're looking forward to having them, them with us on Thursday. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. You can hear some podcasts from the National Equine Forum on Thursday. It's this Thursday, the 5th of March. You'll be able to hear Rowley Owers from World Horse Welfare, Dr. Barry Johnson from the Horse Welfare Board. I also speak to Abigail Turnbull, who discusses strangles um, from her equestrian centre, Richmond Equestrian Centre, and not only how they overcame it, but some advice if you're a horse owner or a livery yard owner as well i speak to dr zach from the behavioral insights team and also david rendell from the british equine veterinary association and finally i'm joined by kirsty withnell from the rspca special operations unit so lots of people to listen to some wonderful guests you can watch the live stream at nationalequineforum.com and don't forget to get involved by heading to slido forward slash nef20 to ask your questions. You can do that from today. You can register tonight um, and then all through the week as well so that your questions get put forward to the guests. Hope you have a great week and I'll speak to you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.